What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Why, hello there, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in the lovely city of Kinston, North Carolina. It is hump day. It's Wednesday, April the 19th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 841 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Good morning or good afternoon if you're listening to our replay or good day. As the British might say, listen, my co-host, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game, man. We have got, we have got a packed show for you today. I don't know how I'm going to get it all in, but by God, somehow I'm going to figure it out. Uh, listen, joining me. Well, uh, in fact, before Junius, uh, man, saw the results from last night, South Lenore East Duplin baseball game and South Lenore won that game six to five. And I was like, man, I've got to get David Combs here on the show with me. The head baseball coach at South Lenore high school, the, um, the athletics director down there, but man, what a big win for South Lenore last night as they defeat East Duplin and, uh, East central two a baseball. So we're going to have him coming up here in about, about 13 minutes. So we're going to have him on uh, 15 minutes after I know he is crazy busy he's fitting me in his schedule so we've got to get him in at 15 after and we'll keep him for about five or six minutes but got to find out about that game last night uh about the big six to five win the south lenore blue devils over the east duplin panthers on the night that uh east duplin's football team gets their state championship rings for football <laughs> south lenore goes down there and uh and beats them man congratulations to uh to coach combs very excited about that uh and goodness gracious coming in i didn't even know you were coming in here dude have a seat over there dude junius smith the third uh joining me live here in the studio here in a little bit in fact i was getting ready to give him his uh uh his introduction i was going to say joining me in less than 20 minutes is our regular wednesday guest he's a founder publisher and editor of the best dang local sports site in all the land junius smith the third of encmoments.com but how's this for a surprise live here in the studio with me right now what's going on dude not much and i think i told you yesterday i was gonna come dude come on man i think you got your headphones on uh oh i know what it is it's your hat there you go <laughs> dude, it's, it's too early in the morning for this uh, you may have dude you know me man i can't remember i can't even remember what i had for dinner last night that's not true i had two hot dogs at the uh at the down east wood ducks game last night nothing wrong with that there you go uh, well dude you'll get to help me talk to david combs then at uh at 15 after the hour now we he's real tight uh on time so we're only going to have him for about five or six minutes or so but but we'll have fun with it right Oh, without question. That is awesome. Junius Smith III uh, from ENCMoments.com joining me here. Uh, we're going to catch up with you. Uh, all the stuff that's happened. Uh, now, we didn't have you on last week because obviously didn't do a show last week for the Easter holiday week. I think you even took time off last week, didn't you? Yes and no. I mean, I didn't cover one game last week, but I still did my roundups and things like that. I gotta admit, were your were your clicks down? Did you notice? Because because uh, usually I'm all over encmoments.com, as you know. I mean, all throughout the day, and I gotta tell you, man, I, I really took a vacation last week. I mean, I didn't. I, I slept in every morning. I didn't really do anything. You'd have been proud of me, man. I just uh, I got I ate, I slept, I I read two books and almost and got halfway through a third one, dude. I know it shocks you that I can read, right? It doesn't shock me that you can read. It's the fact that you're out here reading books, like yeah, uh, dude. Uh, it's in the in the other room right now, but dude, I'm telling you, man, I'm so glad you're in here. I, I, I as God is my witness, I, I, 
I remember. I guess I remember you saying that. But man, this is awesome. We're gonna have fun today, dude. We're gonna talk to Trez in the second hour. Sounds good to me. Can you hang out for that too? I certainly can. I love it. I love it. But Junior Smith third sitting across from me, man. How's that for a surprise for you there, dear listener? Uh, because we and uh, so uh, uh, David Combs here in about ten minutes. Junior Smith third all throughout this first hour, and then in our second hour, we missed out on him yesterday. I think he overslept yesterday. Look, I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> I do, too. But uh, Dontrez Styles. okay, now tell me how weird this sounds here, Junius, of the Georgetown Hoyas. It's going to take a little time to adjust, but I'm happy for him. I am, too, man. I, that's what I think the consensus has been. I had Scott here on the show yesterday. Scott Weddington, was it yesterday, day before yesterday? And that's one of the things he said, too, you know. I mean, I don't get it twisted. I would have loved to have seen him at NC State. I really would have. Or even at ECU over in Greenville. But you know what? He has to do what makes him happy. And I think he steps into a great – everything I've read, I think he steps into a, a great situation up in D.C., don't you? Not only that, he'll be able to get some playing time and show exactly what he brings to the table. And I, Not just playing time. I think he's going to lead this team. I think he uh, – and the thing is, you know, and you and I know – we know Trez pretty well. I mean, we, we've covered oh, yeah. him for years. And I think uh, he's going to have a little chip on his shoulder, too. It's not going to be that he's just going to ease into the situation up at Georgetown. I think he's going to feel like, hey, a lot of people are, you know, watching to see, uh, you know, what I'm going to do, and I've got some, some things to prove, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is in high school, people doubted him after his injury. So this is another opportunity where, you know, he's been kind of sitting on the bench for two two years. The question is going to be, okay, is he really worth the hype? And Knowing who he trains with, knowing what he does, knowing how he operates, there is no way that he's not going to have a good year. I'm, I'm dude. I'm just excited. I, I can't wait to talk to him uh, this morning about that. Like I said, that'll be at the top of our second hour. And I got to tell you, man, you know what a great kid he is. He apologized twice. Uh, I guess he probably got up. A, it was around nine. I can tell you around nine twenty four because he sent me like three texts <laughs> in a row about uh, nine twenty four yesterday. If we'd been off the air for about twenty four or twenty five minutes or so, and was very, you know how he is, such a great kid. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, da-da-da. And I was like, well, let's do it again. Can we do it tomorrow? No problem. Now, let, let's see, uh, you know, he's scheduled to appear here. We got we to bust, we got to pick on him a little bit, right? Hey, Wednesdays with Trez. Wednesdays with Trez. Well, see, you know me, I like, you know, you, you and I have worked together so long on so many things. Uh, you know me, I like alliteration, you know, so right. Tuesdays with Trez. So what can we do? Hump day with no, that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, when Wednesdays with Don Trez. Okay, no, that I'm trying too hard no, that's there. Terrible. I'm trying. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm trying too hard, dude. You know what? Just just ease into it. There you go. Uh, here we go. Uh, so Trez, uh, he uh, will be at the top of the hour, but then the entire second hour too. Uh, I don't know if you want to hang out for this. If you want to, you can. But we're gonna have uh, Shiver person. From uh, the Down East Wood Ducks is going to be sitting right here in this plush well-lit studio, too, dude. Hey, let's do it. That's awesome. But uh, Shiver, he's going to be uh, formerly of uh, Parrot Academy State Championship. Uh, he did win a state championship there, right? He did in 2019. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Ah, that's why I'm glad you're in here, <laughs> dude. But uh, uh, but he is now with the Down East Wood Ducks. This is, I don't know if you know this or not, uh, Junior Smith III, this is Wood Ducks Wednesday. It is. And uh, he is our representative from the Down East Wood Ducks on the show today. And he is going to be telling us about uh, it's the 75th anniversary of Historic Granger Stadium this year. Let me tell you something. You know how much you and I love research. Well, I love research. You you like to research too, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, let me tell you something, man. You should see the work this guy has put into uh, the 75th anniversary. All the stuff he's done about Granger High School, playing at Historic Granger Stadium, Adkin High School, and the championships they won there. Uh, the, uh, the Kinston Indians championships, uh, the down East wood ducks, all that. And, uh, he'll be joining us in a second hour to talk about, uh, that project. And they played 11 o'clock today. I, I, I do remember you texting me this. You said you're going to try to make it out to that game today, right? I may go to that game. Very good, man. It's going to be fun. I've not missed a game yet out at Granger stadium so far this year. Now that's going to change this weekend, obviously, but, uh, but I, I've not missed a game yet, dude. Hey, you know what? Now I'm over here thinking I might go to the um, to the LCC game as well. You're gonna be following me, then, dude. I got to. Can I brag about my day, dude? I love that you're in here, man. <laughs> now I'm gonna. I do need to hit a couple things here on my monologue, but uh, we, dude, let me tell you. You want to talk about a sports day that your boy Brian over here is gonna have today? Can I tell you? 
Talk to me. First, doing this show from 7. Well, first I got up at 4.30, went to the gym, put up 100 free throws, did about a half mile walk around the gym. And uh, so I haven't showered yet. So if it's, it's, if it's a little stanky over here, uh, don't. it's not Molly. It's me, okay? I'm just glad that the AC is on. <laughs> there you go. It is. You're right about that. But so got up, did that this morning. Doing the show here from 7 to 9 today. Going to be a historic Granger Stadium at 11 o'clock today for a game against the hated Carolina Mudcats. And about two, I know you love uh, education days when you have about 2,000 of your, of your uh, closest friends out there who are all between the ages of like 8 and 12. Just screaming and just bringing in an atmosphere that the Wood Ducks are going to need. They love it. Players love, Every time I've talked to a player about it, they love education. Now, they don't, don't get it twisted. Because as we're doing this live right now, they're doing their pregame stuff right now. You know, they're doing their pregame meal of whatever it is they eat. And then they're going to be out on the field about 8, 830, getting warmed up. And then first pitch is at 11 o'clock today. So, but anyway, I, I it, wait a minute. I got to talk about me here real quick. Okay. So let's give a, <laughs> so I got that at 11 then today. And we're going to talk about this too. Look, dude, I printed off. I'm going to talk. Uh, we're doing the voting for the, uh, Kinson North County sports hall of fame. Nice. That is today at one o'clock, uh, over at the community centers, 15 members of the voting board. We got to get you on that voting board, dude. Would you be on it? If we ask you to, I might, I mean, it's you might No, I don't need, I, I <laughs> might, I need a yes or no. So I can go to him and say, Hey, I mean, not today, obviously, cause we, you know, we've already gone through the whole nomination process, but I'm talking about for two years from now, you know, what? two years from now. Sure. Yes. There you go. Uh, but, uh, we're going to do that today. We're going to vote at uh, one o'clock today. I, who knows how long that's going to take. We're, uh, since we didn't do one and our, our last time we inducted was 2019. So we took 2021 off because of the pandemic and all that and all this other stuff, but we're going to be uh, doing it every other year now. Uh, yeah. so we're uh, going to have 12 members that we're electing to it. Dude, we've got like 60 nominees here and I'm going to run through some of these names here with you in a minute, Junius. Uh, and then some teams, some coaches, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, uh, but I got that at one. Then as soon as that's over, I'm beating feet over to, uh, Lenore community college because they're playing the hated bulldogs of Pitt community college, uh, in a double header. It starts at one o'clock today. And so that's going to be exciting. And then when I finish that, you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm coming home to watch the Carolina hurricanes tonight in the Stanley cup playoffs. So how's that for a day that starts at four 30 AM is going to end about 11 o'clock tonight. Hey, that's a full day right there. I'm telling you, man, I'm pumped. I, I got my, my cranberry apple raspberry, uh, minute made over here. I got some, uh, I don't drink coffee, but I got some caffeinated drinks in the refrigerator. So, all right. I'm going to, it's going to be a good day, Junior Smith, the third. Hey, meanwhile, I will be at the North North South North softball game. Ooh, now that's the one that was postponed, right? It was. And, uh, we'll, we'll get to all that. Like I said, I got you through the end of the hour to talk about all this stuff. We're about a minute and a half away from calling Coach Combs, too. But let me tell you, as we were talking, the Down East Wood Ducks, they started a six game series against the hated Carolina Muncats last night. They lost five to two. They're now five and five, and that was their third straight loss today. As we said, will be Education Day at the old ballpark with about two thousand screaming. Awesome kids! How many times do you think, guys? Uh, Shane Albee is going to be doing the game today. Uh, how many times do you think we'll hear uh, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? Uh, let's put the over under on ten. <laughs> I like it. What about uh, Baby Shark? Over under on eight. <laughs> there you go, dude. I like it. You're you're embracing this uh, betting thing. I love it. But again, that game's at eleven o'clock today or eleven a.m. today. So get out there, go to the game. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, today. Like I said, Education Day tomorrow is Thirsty Thursday. Friday is going to feature post game fireworks. Saturday is going to have a clear bag giveaway. And then Sunday is going to be Dogs and Dogs Day at the ballpark. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And again, the Lenore Community College Lancers, they play a doubleheader today at home versus Pitt Community College. And you want to talk about a big game. It's a huge game. The Lancers, we had uh, Coach uh, Smith on yesterday. They're 26-12 and 12 overall. They're 18-7 and seven in uh, Region 10. And they take on a Pitt Community College team now that they have beat uh, two out of three times. <laughs> Shane just uh, messaged us and said, let's go, Newski. You know where that's from, right? I don't. Uh, Coach Hines, Coach Dory Hines. Okay. I guess there's a player on the team, not Nootsie, but Nooski, and uh, he he always called. He always says, "Let's go." I 
when you listen to Shane tomorrow, I'll get him to do the voice. It's amazing. Uh, he sounds just like Dory Hines, okay? I can't wait. Hey, how about Greg Clemens just messaged me telling me he's in Cooperstown today at the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, hey, congratulations there, uh, Mr. Clemens. Uh, he has got, I know, I know I would have a good time if I were in Cooper. You ever been to the Hall of Fame? I haven't. I haven't either, but I'll tell you what, I definitely would like to for sure. But, uh, again, uh, Lenore Community College, uh, they play today doubleheader against Pitt Community College. Uh, the Lancers are 26-12 overall, 18-7 and seven in Region 10, taking on Pitt Community College, who is 22-10 overall, 16-7 and seven in Region 10. But you know what? We'll get back to the monologue here in a second because i got to tell you, man. Uh, and I know you were at Parrot Academy last night, Junius. I was. But I tell you what, the game – and I am not denigrating Parrot Academy at all, but the game of the night last night – was uh, our Blue Devils from South and North went into Beulahville, take on the East Duplin Panthers, uh, the defending uh, East Central 2A champs. And guess what they did to them, Junius? They beat them. They beat them. They beat them 6-5 to five last night. And we are honored to have on the line with us right now the head baseball coach of those South and North Blue Devils is David Combs joining us. Good morning, Coach Combs. Morning, Brian. Morning, Junius. I, I got to tell you, I'm very excited about this. I mean, that is awesome. We, you know, we had these high expectations for you guys this year. You've played pretty well. You're now five and three in the East Central Two A. But man, what a big win last night! What were the keys to the victory last night, Coach? Uh, well, I mean, Landon Tindall threw really, really well in the mound. Um, Matthew Rhodes come in after that. We threw, we threw a lot of strikes. And honestly, the keys were we had some two out, we had some two out hits. Um, we got some situations done. Really, I mean, it was just the two out hits. Really, what turned the game? I mean, we had a lot of a lot of situations. We left a lot of runners on. I think we had bases loaded three times with less than two out, and uh, didn't scratch a run in any of those situations. So, the game could have went either way. Both teams were playing were playing well. So, you know, um, we came out on top, and we're happy about that. And our kids just played extremely hard and played together. Now, it was what it was six five going into the sixth inning, correct? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, so those final two innings, I know they were very nerve-wracking. Just how did you guys – how were you able to just kind of kind of get through it? Um, I think we just – you know, our guys just kind of got behind each other. They kind of dug deep. Um, we had a tough loss at Easter tournament late innings with Southern Wayne. So, you know, they, they kind of just – that's all we've, we've talked about in Friday leading up to this game was we got to finish. And, um. When we put Matthew Rhodes in, Landon ran out of pitches. We put Matthew Rhodes in the sixth, and I mean, he just got ahead of every hitter. Well, he fell behind early, but he got after his first batter. I mean, he got ahead of every hitter. Davis was a breaking ball, and I mean, you know, he was forcing bad contact, and we made plays behind him. What'd you find out about your team last night, Coach? Um, I found out my team. You know, is what I've been saying all year. I have a great group of I have a great group of kids, and I mean, I told them last night. I'm just proud of the adjustments we've made. Um, I mean, we've just progressed a lot, man. We, we've had a lot of situations where we just, you know, we're getting kind of down on ourselves anytime they were, they were striving for perfection almost at times when baseball is a game of failure. So, um, you know, every time there was a mistake, they, they kind of were, you know, they kind of were just getting down on themselves. You know, we were playing very tight, weren't playing very loose. And I mean, we have enough talent over there, to be honest with you guys, we got enough talent over there. We play with anybody when we're just playing. So uh, that's kind of what we've gotten back to. We got back to the basics. We got back to you know supporting each other, and I think they're just coming together as a team, man. They're just playing for each other. Um, you know, I think mentally we're just in a good spot. You know, you play in a tough conference with the Panthers, with North Nor, with Southwest Onslow. So, how does a win like this kind of help you as far as momentum? Um, I feel like it. You know, I feel like it, it's put us in the right direction. Um, I mean, you know, obviously you can't look over any teams. I mean, we're going to have a tough one with Wallace coming up on Friday. Um, I mean, that's a scrappy bunch. But, I mean, I think I think our guys, you know, they 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 almost – our guys expect to win. Like, you know, we we try not to get too high highs and too low lows because that's just game of baseball. You're going to have them. So, that's what their coach should do. And, you know, that's what we believe. And, like, last night when we, got, we won, I mean, they were excited. But, I mean, honestly, we got on the bus and it was almost like, you know, they – they have high expectations. That's what they feel like we should do. So um, I think, you know, it's going to give them a little spark. I think they're going to come into school this morning with their heads held high and feeling good about themselves, you know. And 
I think we're going to have a good practice today. Uh, this is probably going to be the easiest question I'll, that Junius and I will ask you all morning here, Coach, but how proud are you of them, especially – uh, I mean, it's East Duplin. I mean, you know, we always here in the city, we like to think, oh, you know, North, North, South, North, which it is. And that's a big rivalry. Don't get it twisted. I know it is, but it's just a little bit more special uh, when you when you take down those East Duplin Panthers, isn't it, Coach? And how proud are you of your boys? I am proud of our guys. I mean, East Duplin's a tough place to play. It always has been. Every time we've been over there it's in my, in my you know, 10, 11 years here, it's been one-run games a lot. Um and it doesn't matter either team's record very similar to what you, you know what we've talked about on your show before with North Lenore. Um, but yeah, I was very proud of our guys. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how much. I mean, I even told them last night. I said I feel like you are my youngin. <laughs> you know, I said, uh, you know, my, my little girl had a t-ball game and she she just hit a double the first time she's hit a pitch ball in a while. And I said I was extremely proud of her on Sunday when I watched her do that. I said, but I'm I don't I think this tops it a little bit. So. Um, you know, these guys, they just work hard, and I'm just proud of them. I mean, we've come a long ways. We, you know, we've, we've, we're just progressing, and I, I just I like our guys. What can you say about this team right now compared to where you guys were at at the beginning of the season? Um, straight growth. Um, we're starting to, you know, we lost, we lost a lot, we lost a lot of guys from last year's team, a lot of key pieces. Um, it's just how guys were going to fit. Um, how guys were going to step up and, you know, be the guys, be leaders. And, you know, my seniors have done that. My, my upperclassmen have done, my, done that. I mean, they've they've taken a little identity as leaders and stuff. And, you know, they, they've they approached practice differently. They've done everything differently. I mean, yesterday, you know, yesterday I had seniors putting stuff on the bus and organizing stuff, you know, about to head to the game. I mean, I don't even have to worry about that stuff. So that's the kind of guys we've got going right now. And, I mean, you know, Wins and losses mean a lot when you're competitive, playing competitive sports, but I just feel like they're becoming really good guys, man. Like, really good people. So, that's, you know, awesome. that's, that's the biggest thing I'm proud of. Coach, I'm sorry I didn't mean to speak over you there, but that's David Combs, head baseball coach at South North. I promised you uh, we'd only keep you five or six minutes. We're at the seven-minute mark. Coach, cannot tell you how much uh, I appreciate you coming on with Junius and I this morning. And, Congratulations. When, Like I said, when I saw that score, hadn't planned on talking to you, and I appreciate you uh, coming on with me, messaging you like 10 minutes before the show starts. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, thank you all. I appreciate you. There you go. That's David Combs, South Lenore High School. And, dude, Junius, that's a big win for the Blue Devils. Oh, definitely. I mean, he's Duplin was terrorizing everybody, and then all of a sudden you got this. And now North Lenore is probably looking at this game like, you know what, we got a shot. There you go. I'm looking at the standings right now. And it, you listen, since I got you, we don't have to, uh, I don't have to follow a script or anything. We can just go all over the place here for the next 35 minutes or so. But, I, but I'm looking at the East Central 2A standings right now, uh, baseball standings, Junius. You got North Lenore, Southwest Onslow tied atop. They're both six and one. Then the next step down, you now have East Duplin and South Lenore at five and three. Keenan at three and four. Wallace Rose Hill at one and six. Uh, Kenston at 0 oh and eight. But, man, I tell you what, South and North, they wanted a chance to win the conference, and they still have an opportunity. They could still win this conference as tough as these top four are. That was – it really was a must-win last night, wasn't it? It was, and the thing about it is, you know, going up against South Wisconsin, I think they played them twice already. Okay. And I'll look at their schedule. Go ahead. Keep going. I'll look at their schedule real quick. You know, they have one more game against North and War. They've got a real opportunity. Dude. You are – no, they've got Southwest one more time. Okay. They do. In fact, this is their schedule. Uh, this Friday, they've got Wallace Rose Hill. you got to figure. That's a win. Six and three. Then they got Keenan. That's another that's one. That's a win. At home, that's seven and three. Aiden Grifton on the road. I mean, that's non-conference. So, and dude, how about this for the last – dude, how about this for their last two games of the season – both at home, man. I wish I'd looked at the schedule. I would ask Coach Combs about this. Monday, May the first, Southwest Onslow at home. <laughs> Thursday, May the fourth, North Lenore at home. How about that to end your regular season, dude? No, you've got three tough games to, to end the regular season. I mean, of course, the games against Southwest Onslow and North Lenore, but I mean, Aiden Grifton, you can't yep. sleep on them. Like Aiden Grifton, I believe. I I can't remember what their record is. It might be ten and six, but they are not an easy team. 
Well, their destiny is in their own hands. Talking about South and North, five right. games left. Uh, right now, nine and six, five and three in the uh, East Central Two A. You're playing the two toughest teams remaining on your schedule at home. What a week, man! I got to get him back on then uh, that week of May first. That'll be, I think, that'll be fun to get him on to talk about that. But uh, man, congratulations again! A huge win for South Sonora, and like we said, you said it. I'm going to say it now. I mean, East Duplin. You know, last year all I wanted to talk about was uh, North North South North, and East Duplin to me came out of nowhere and doggone uh, still playing great again this year. And just again, South and North with an opportunity to uh, with their destiny in their own hands to see what they can do. How many playoff teams? Is it pretty much like baseball or I mean like basketball? They'll let three or four teams in the playoffs or how will that work? Do you think? I think they'll, they'll allow like four teams in, in this conference um, to make it to the playoffs. Well, there you go. Well, let me give you the rest of last night's results. We talked about South Lenore beating East Duplin 6-5. to five. Again, that improves South Lenore to 9-6 and six overall, 5-3 and three in the conference. It drops uh, ED. <laughs> I like saying that. ED. Uh, to 11-7 and seven overall, 5-3 and three in the conference. Then the game you were at last night, you can read all about it at encmoments.com. Another six to five game here. Parrot Academy beats Wilson Greenfield, but uh, I I read the uh, story on encmoments.com. The Patriots rallied from a four run deficit to win. They are now thirteen and I now let me, now you got thirteen and five in your story, but on Max Preps I got thirteen and seven. Which one is it? I believe thirteen and seven. I made a mistake. It's all good, dude, dude, dude. It's all good. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, Parrot Academy, tell us about that game. You were you were there for that game last night? Yeah. Parrot looked about as distraught as they possibly could. I mean, they were down 5-1 to one going into the bottom of the seventh. They had made three errors in the top of the seventh that allowed um, Wilson Greenfield to score three runs. And then they they put seven batters. They had seven batters at the plate. Nobody got out. Wow. And were able to, to rally and get the win. I got to tell you, man, the job that Coach Kravitz has done over at Parrot Academy, and this is a young team If I because we had him on the show talking about it a few weeks ago. If I remember correctly, isn't there only like one senior or two seniors on this two squad? Two seniors. Yeah, two seniors on the squad. So for them to be 13 and 7 right now with a squad that is that only has two seniors on, man, these, not just for this year, but the future is bright for those Patriots, isn't it? Without question. I mean, you know, they're, they're going to they're going to miss Cole Smith and then Ryder Presley had a had a big um hit in the in the game. I mean, outside of that, They've got everybody coming back, and they are they are definitely going to be a, a team to watch next year. Well, and even this year, I mean, they they could probably do some damage this year in the playoffs too. But congratulations, Coach Kravitz, and the Arundel Parrot Academy Patriots, a six to five victory. And wait a minute, here's another six to five game last night. Green Central defeated West Craven six to five. And is it time for us to start talking about the Rams a little bit? They are now fourteen and three overall. They're nine and zero in the Eastern Plains two A. And that was listen that West Craven team they beat last night was not a bad team, man. Uh, West Craven eleven and six overall, five and two. Tell us a little bit about the Rams, Junius. Yeah, they are now on a twelve game winning streak. Wow, and they they've got some pitches for you, Austin Hardy, Braden Burris. I mean they they've done a tremendous job. And the thing about it is. Green Central, they they cleaned some things up and they're they're rolling. Well, fourteen and three overall, like you said, twelve game winning streak for the Rams, and uh, looks like they're completely in control of the Eastern Plains two A right now. Uh, I mean, you mentioned something about Aiden Grifton. Is that I guess that that's a team that'll challenge them a little bit. But other than that, it looks like they're going to roll through the EP two A. Yeah, and the thing about it is, um, I believe they played Aiden Grifton already. Mm-hmm. And they they won both matches, but this is a different Aiden Griffin team than what what they were showing earlier this year. Well, we need to remind people too. Uh, Green Central fourteen and three. Who were two of those three losses against? North and North. <laughs> there you go. Non conference and uh, North and North uh, didn't play last night. They'll play tonight in a non conference game up in Pikeville when they take on a CBA cock. But uh, let's hit, hit these other two games. And dude, I got to tell you, man. Bethel Christian, who got shut out 13 to nothing earlier this year by Parrot Academy. And I thought, well, you know, I mean, don't get it twisted. I love me some Kenny Sutton over at uh, Bethel Christian Academy. But I thought, well, maybe it's going to be a tough year for him. Dude, they're now 10-3 and three right now. Bethel Christian Academy is, and they beat a good Wilmington Christian team last night. 10 to nothing. 10-run ruled them. Uh, to, what, you've seen the Trojans, right? Oh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about the Bethel Christian Academy Trojans. They can hit the ball. I mean... 
they they could put up runs in in a heartbeat. You know, guys like McKinnon Wade, um, Cooper, Cooper Williams, I believe. I mean, they've got some great players, so it it does not surprise me. Well, there you go. And again, uh, congratulations, Coach. That Bethel game against Parrot was it just? Did you do that game that night? I don't. I didn't. I, I didn't either. Obviously, and just when well, you see the score of thirteen to nothing, I mean Parrot beating Bethel. May, was it? I don't know. You know, maybe that's a question we got to have uh, for Coach Kravitz and Coach Sutton. Maybe it was just you know everything worked right for the Patriots that night, and maybe the Trojans just had their it, obviously their worst game of the year. It was probably a combination of both, and then when you think about it, it was early in the season. Bethel Christian is getting into their form. So yeah, well, uh, again, ten and three, Bethel is. So congratulations to them after that big ten to nothing win over Wilmington Christian last night. And then the only other game last night, uh, and I got to tell you, I really thought Kenston might have a little bit of a chance against Keenan last night. It was not to be. Uh, Keenan defeated Kenston last night, twenty to three. Uh, the Vikings dropped to one and eleven overall. They're zero and eight in the East Central two A. Uh, J.K. is seven and seven overall and three and four in the conference. And uh, I, I, I don't even have a question for you, Junior. It's just your your reaction to that. Thing about it is, James Keenan is better than than people think. I mean, yeah. seven and seven is definitely not a bad record. They know how to play, and Kinston. You know, I'm I'm still excited for them, you know, getting off the side and everything. And they've got an opportunity to beat Spring Creek again, I believe, on the 26th. So, that's that's going to be a game to watch. Now, that'll be at Kinston this time, right? It will be. I thought, yeah, because the other game, they, their win 12-7. to If I read your story right, I think it broke a 20-game winning or losing streak or something like it did. that. So, uh, yeah, good, good luck to the Vikings there. And just I, I hope, you know, we had a coach uh, – Oh my God, I'm I'm freezing on his name right now. <laughs> now I'm putting you on the spot. I'll look it up real quick here, but uh, but uh, he's doing the right things. I mean, he you know they realize now they've got to get everything going down at Rochelle. I mean, they've got to have right. a program at Rochelle. You can't just have kids coming in as ninth graders who have never played the game, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, expect them to just pick up a glove and a bat and a ball and be able to. Uh, to master the game, Coach McLeod, Andrew McLeod over at uh, Kinston High. And the thing about it is, Kinston's got the athletes. They've got the ability to to make tremendous plays here and there, but baseball is one of those sports where you have got to be playing it for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like uh, – well, pretty much so every sport's like that. You can't expect people to put shoulder pads and a helmet on and, you know, as ninth graders if they've never played football before and expect them to come in and be uh, experts at it. But you are right. Baseball is an acquired – it's almost like golf. I mean, you can't expect uh, somebody – put a golf club in somebody's hand and they're going to go out and start hitting 300-yard drives, you know, or 300-foot – no, 300-yard drives because you're just not able to do that. That is true. 300-yard. Wait a minute. Uh, no, it would be three. Oh, dude, whatever, man. <laughs> God. I am Brian Hanks. He's Junius Smith III. This is the Brian <laughs> Hanks Show. And uh, let me thank a couple of our sponsors here. And First off, we got to thank Lenore Community College. For 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And, uh, again, thank you to LCC, uh, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Russie Hunt, all the folks over there for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks show. We truly, truly do appreciate them. And, uh, again, get out to LCC today. You might see, or you're going to see me, you might see Junius talk to Ricky Whaley last night at the, uh, Wood Ducks game. He's going to try to be out there. I think there's going to be a pretty good crowd out there. It's supposed to be beautiful. Day. They're supposed to get up to 85 today. Yep. It is going to be a gorgeous day. Get out there and watch some baseball at Lenore Community College. Again, that starts at 1 o'clock as they take on the hated uh, Bulldogs of Pitt Community College. Uh, hey, listen, also want to thank uh, our good friend Keith Spence and Spence Automotive. 
It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Spence Automotive, again, owned by our good friend uh, Keith Spence. One of the true good guys, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, hey, hey, and he's also a nominee for uh, the Kensal North County Sports Hall of Fame. Oh, let's go. Exactly. I, hey, I, I, I want you to guess who nominated him. Yeah, I wonder who did it. <laughs> that was me. I think he's got a good – I don't know if he's going to get uh, elected this year. Like I said, we've got about 60 nominees. So uh, I, I hope he's got a chance to get uh, to get into it. Uh, I, I've I've lobbied my fellow voters, and uh, we, we probably got him three or four votes at least, but I think we're going to need about seven or eight, but we'll see what happens. But, hey, we're talking about Spence Automotive. Listen, they take care of all your car care needs. They also sell great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, tell him the Brian Hanks show sent you. Can I tell him that? Uh, can they tell him that ENC Moment sent him to? Certainly can. There you go. Hey, let's see. Uh, just got a message from Jason Bryant. He said, uh, hey, let me read this before. Uh, hey, the teacher of the year at Banks Elementary is Catherine Griffin. Uh, she is, uh, uh, actually, I guess she's a Lenore County Public Schools uh, teacher of the year, but from Banks Elementary, Catherine Griffin. Do you know her? I don't know her, but. I don't know off the top of my head, but I promise if I see her, more than likely I will. I bet you will. Congratulations, uh, Catherine Griffin, uh, Lenore County Public Schools Teacher of the Year. Jason, thank you for uh, putting that in my ear here or in my eyeballs here so we can announce that. That's a pretty big deal. That's pretty awesome. So uh, congratulations there. Tell you what, uh, let's get let's jump back into uh, prep sports for a little bit. I do want to talk about this Hall of Fame stuff though, because I want to get your feelings on some of these. Okay, but uh, that caught you up with all the scores from last night. I'll do it again if you're just joining us. South Lenore beat East Duplin six to five. <laughs> I, hey, it puts a smile on your face when a Lenore County team beats a Duplin County team, right? Oh, definitely. And specifically East Duplin, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, me too, dude. Yeah, no love lost there. Anyway, uh Parrot Academy six to five over Wilson Greenfield. Green Central six to five over West Coast. That's three six to five games last night, dude. And two by walk off. That's insane. Bethel again over Wilmington Christian, ten to nothing, and then Keenan over Kenston twenty to three. Only one game tonight, and it's gonna be up in Pikeville. Uh, the North Lenora Hawks eleven and two overall, six and one. Well, it's a non conference game, so it doesn't matter about the conference record, but North and North 11 and 2 at CBA Cox 7 and 8. So that's going to be a, a pretty good game there. Softball last night. Unfortunately, uh, we, we can brag about South North beating East Duplin in baseball, but East Duplin uh, came up with a victory over uh, Coach Harvey's uh, South North team 5 to nothing. South and North falls to 7 and 5 overall, 5 and 2 in uh, the East Central 2A. East Duplin improves to 13 and 4 overall, 8 and 0 in, uh, in EC 2A. Kenston lost last night, 17 to nothing against uh, James Keenan in softball. Kenston 0 and 12 overall, 0 and 8 in the conference. Uh, James Keenan improves to 4 and 10 overall, 2 and 6 in conference play. And then the only other game last night, Parrot uh, Academy, Parrot Academy comes up short against Wilson Christian, 4 to 3. Uh, Parrot falls to 5 and 5 overall. Uh, Wilson Christian improves to 6 and 7. We've got two games tonight. And you told her, I'll let you preview this first one. South Lenore, they're seven and five overall. They're five and two in the East Central 2A. They travel to Wheat Swamp to take on North Lenore, who is nine and two overall, five and one in the conference. That game is at six o'clock. Uh, it's the first game for North Lenore since April 6th. So they've been off for 13 days, almost for two weeks. Give us a little preview of that South Lenore, North Lenore game, Junius. This game is going to be crazy because North Lenore, I, I forgot how many seniors they have on their roster. It's not many, but, um, North Lenore, they have really gotten an infusion. You know, having Bobby Hatcher as the coach for the first year has definitely changed this whole team's mentality, changed their whole attitude. This is the best season they've had since 2017, I believe. I mean, wow. they are. What kind of no coach is he? Because, now, listen, I know Bobby from my old days uh, at the Free Press when I had my blog, and that's even before you got there. I, I Maybe I still had it going a little bit when you got there, but it was really on its way out. But uh, he was one of my big bloggies, my uh, blogging with Brian C. Hanks bloggies. And uh, so I got to know him a little bit then. And uh, I, you know our good friend, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm uh, B.J. Davis. He always yeah. described 
Bobby as the, or no, maybe it was Bobby himself that described him this way. He was the uh, more talented, <laughs> less motivated brother of Chris Hatcher. Right. <laughs> so I always thought that that was funny that he described him that way. But what's Bobby Hatcher like as a coach? The thing about it is with, with Bobby, they expect to win. Okay. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like when they beat Wallace Rose Hill, who was another very good team in that conference, it was the like it was his matter of fact attitude. It was just like, hey, look, we we just did the right things, and I'm just sitting there like this is a team that hadn't had a good season in a while, like just a bunch of losing seasons, and I mean like bad losing seasons, and for them to be nine and two, I believe, I mean they are absolutely killing it. But South Noir is not, even though they lost last night. South and War is a very, very good team. Well, the thing, uh, and again, I've gotten away from uh, prep sports a little bit, uh, you know, from, you know, not working for the newspaper anymore, not stringing or anything like that. But you got to remember, man, I remember the Heather Carson days of uh, North and Or. I mean, the back-to-back, or uh, they won a state championship in 05, went to the Final Four again, I believe, in 06. And, uh, but I, the, the player I keep hearing about, and it's another Hatcher, I guess it's Bobby's daughter, Amber Hatcher. I, no, you know who told me what a great player she was? Chris Hatcher said, listen, she may be, and I, I don't want to mess this up. I think he said she might be the best athlete in the whole family and he's including himself and Bobby. I mean, tell me a little bit about Amber Hatcher. It's Alyssa Hatcher. And- Alyssa Hatcher. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I messed that up. No, the thing about it is she's a two-sport athlete. She also plays volleyball, and she's good at that. But when it comes to the softball, from the little that I've seen, she is no joke. Well, uh, that's going to be a big game, and you said you're going to be over there tonight in Wheat Swamp? I've got to be there. You've got to be there. I can't wait to read about it tomorrow on uh, on ENCMoments.com. But, again, that game is at 6 o'clock tonight. South Lenore, 7-5 and five overall, 5-2 five and two in East Central 2A softball, taking on the North Lenore Hawks, who are 9-2 and two overall. Now, this was a game that was postponed. It was supposed to be played earlier this year, right? It was, but because of field conditions, it just couldn't happen today. That's not oh. going to be the case. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day for that tonight. You know what? I'm not going to probably – I need to go out and say I may try to make it out there tonight and at least watch a few innings of it anyway before and- I'll come home and watch the Carolina Hurricanes playoff game. Hey, why not? I mean, it's it's a lovely day. You got plenty of baseball. I mean, shoot, I'm I'm sitting back watching a bunch of baseball today. So, oh, this is going to be awesome. Okay, other game today uh, in softball is Parrot Academy. They're five and five overall. They travel up to Rocky Mount to take on Rocky Mount Academy. So that there you had go with that. Then in uh, girls soccer last night, uh, South Lenore loses to uh, East Duplin five to nothing. Another five to nothing loss. Uh, they fall to seven, eight, and one. The Blue Devils do. They're three and three in the East Central Two A. East Duplin improves to eight, six, and three overall. They're six and one in East Central Two A play. But dude, South Lenore and North Lenore, both of the girls' soccer teams, they're really playing well this year. They are, and I mean, it's it's beautiful to see. Like South Lenore, I, I feel like they've been more defensive minded and everything, and North Lenore, they they've just found ways to make things happen. There you go. But again, uh, five to nothing win for uh, East Duplin over South Lenore last night. Bethel loses nine to nothing against Wilmington Christian. The Trojans fall to one and six overall. Wilmington Christian improves to seven and four. But how about this? Parrot Academy. I would call this an upset. Beat Wilson Greenfield last night two to one. Parrot improves to five and seven overall, and Greenfield uh, drops to eight and five. But a uh, pretty good win for them. There are no games tonight in girls soccer. However. Two big games on Thursday. Uh, Parrot Academy will travel to Wayne Country Day. I have it down as Wayne County Day. Must be, <laughs> tell I can't spell. Wayne Country Day, that'll be on Thursday. That game's at 4 o'clock. And then North Lenore hosts East Duplin uh, in Wheat Swamp. That'll be on Thursday. So that gets you caught up with all the prep sports in our area. Again, uh, let me uh, remind you, today at 11 o'clock, the Down East Wood Ducks, uh, they play game two of their six-game series against the Carolina Mudcats. Uh, and that's right. I said 11 a.m. It's education day out at the ballpark. So get out there and you can watch it. We'll talk probably a little bit more about that when we get a Shiver person here in our studio in our second hour. LCC, a doubleheader today at 1 o'clock against Pitt Community College. Uh, the Lancers, 26-12 and 12 overall, 18-7 and seven in Region 10, taking on uh, the hated uh bulldogs of pit community i don't i don't know that's probably too strong they're not hated they're just they're just rivals they're not hated right right yeah there you go uh but uh pit is 22 and 10 overall they're 16 and 7 in in uh region 10 
and then the Lancers after that, uh, they'll be at Southeastern Community College in Whiteville for a doubleheader on Saturday, but they'll be back home Sunday at 1 o'clock against SCC. I've told you about the uh, – I I mean, in fact, I'm going to hold that just for a second here because I do want to go through some of these nominees and get some of your thoughts on this, uh, Junius, about the Kensal North County Sports Hall of Fame. The voting for that is today at 1 o'clock with me and uh, 14 other voters. Pretty excited about that. And then tomorrow morning uh, we will be – now I'm probably going to announce it on Facebook and uh, on uh, social media, on Twitter and all that, who gets elected uh, after that 1 o'clock vote today. But – uh, we're going to have George Whitfield here uh, sitting in that chair you're sitting in right there, Junior Smith III, tomorrow morning. And I'm uh, going to try to get Corey Povar on here too. He is the uh, Kensal North County Parks and Recreation Director, and he's also the uh, chair of the uh, Kensal North County Sports Hall of Fame. Having said all that, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to circle back to that here in a second. This Friday night is going to be a special one in the sports history of the city of Kinston. Our very own Jerry Stackhouse is being inducted into the uh, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame in Raleigh. Uh, very excited. I'll, I'm honored that I'm going to be able to be there for that. Uh, Coach Whitfield will be there. Uh, Jimmy Smith, Craig Hill, several others. If you would like to go, what are you doing Friday night? I have no idea. Dude. Danny Rice has a, a ticket that, let me tell you, the rest of us had to, and I'll tell you how, they're, they're expensive, but he's got a ticket available if you would like to go, dude. I mean, I got a suit, so. Well, there you go. I tell you, Danny, if you're listening, Danny listens to the show, I think uh, we've got a taker for your ticket there. A taker for your ticket. <laughs> there's your alliteration there you go there's my alliteration dude that's awesome man wait till you hear how much it is you're gonna really have to thank danny for this because it's pretty awesome dude but he's he just wants somebody to use the ticket and uh so uh hey danny we got to take her for your ticket <laughs> i like saying that uh but if you would like to go and you're listening sounds like we've got the free ticket taken I just can't stop, can I? Uh, but if you would like to uh, go uh, get in touch with me, and uh, we've got a couple of tickets still available uh, at our table. Dude, you're going to sit with some rock stars, man. I mean, Craig Hill, Steve Oliver, George Whitfield, Jimmy Smith, uh, some other Kenson uh, Hall of Famers are going to be up there too, dude. We're going we're gonna to have fun, dude. Hey, I can't wait. Oh, Have you ever been to one of those ceremonies before? Yeah, I did. Like, um, matter of fact, Let's see. I can't remember exactly when it was, but I had the opportunity to meet um David Thompson, Tommy Burleson, um uh, Ron Francis, so Dude, you're gonna have a blast, man. I mean it, it is awesome and the meal is awesome. We'll get to see our good friend Chris Edwards. He works for the Sports Hall of Fame now, the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Dude, this is gonna be awesome, man. Well good. Uh you'll be uh up there with us. Uh but it's just going to be a great weekend altogether. Uh, very honored. We're trying to get – man, I've been bouncing back and forth between Jerry and his uh, people. I want to get him here on the show. It's probably yeah. going to have to be for Friday's show now since it looks like I've got pretty much uh, tomorrow already all booked up. And you know what? Even if it's Monday or Tuesday, uh, we'll, we'll get Jerry here on the show to talk about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's also ENC Renaissance Fair Week at the Lenore County Fairgrounds. Uh, that is Saturday and Sunday out at the fairgrounds. I know the United Way – is uh, looking for people to, if you would like to volunteer and help out there and uh, help park cars, uh, listen, it's a good opportunity to serve your community, and you can do that. But, the, again, the ENC Renaissance Fair this Saturday and Sunday out at Lenore County Fairgrounds. Okay, we got about uh, 10 minutes left before the top of the hour, and I want to talk about the Kinsley Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame, okay? All right. We have a right at 60 nominees. Uh, we're only electing 12 out of those 60. But I wanted to throw some names at you of the people who've been nominated. You want to hear this? Go ahead. Uh, how about Reggie Bullock? Yep. Or do I, do I have to say Reggie Bullock? It does not matter. We just know that he's, he's a great candidate. He's an outstanding candidate. Uh, he is uh, in the athlete portion of it and the basketball. Uh, I, I'm just going to go down the list, and uh, we'll just stop at uh, whichever ones we feel like stopping at. But Randy Bailey, uh, he was a, a tennis uh, champion, a state tennis uh, champion for Kenston High School back in the early 70s. Okay. So uh, he's a nominee. Ivy Joe Barwick from North Lenore High School. She was a member of uh, the 1964 through 66 uh, North Lenore High School girls basketball teams that were actually inducted into our Hall of Fame back in 2012. Reggie, I just mentioned him. Uh, Mary Brian Carlisle, she was a big softball star for Kinston High School, played at ECU. She, was, uh, she actually uh, had three 
she earned three letters at ECU, won the AIAW Regional Championship in 1982. So a pretty big deal there. Wes Collins from uh, Kenson High School, uh, class of 91, and Furman, uh, class of 96, uh, was one of those great basketball players uh, at Kenson High School that I got to tell you, if he played anywhere else, Junius, he would have uh, probably been one of his school's best all-time players, but because he happened to play at a school that, oh, I don't know, Jerry Stackhouse and Brandon Ingram and uh, Cedric Maxwell Cedric Maxwell, and just all the great players. Uh, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle there, but uh, he was uh, uh, all-state he was ranked a top five senior by the News and Observer in his senior year in Kinston. Then he went to uh, Furman and uh, had a pretty good career there. He played uh, in the North Carolina, not the National McDonald's All-Star Game, but I guess at that time they had a North Carolina McDonald's All-Star Game. He was a part of that. Uh, have you ever heard of this guy, Quentin Copels? I have heard of him. <laughs> uh, NFL draft pick, he was nominated. Uh, Craig Dawson. Oh, that's another one. I got to tell you, man, I got 12 votes, okay? I get to vote for 12 people. <laughs> How much you want to bet Craig Dawson is going to be one of my votes? I believe it. <laughs> you should. Uh, just an all-time leading scorer in Kenson High School basketball history. When you, again, you hear about and you think about all the uh, great basketball players that have come through Kenson High School, how about he is the all-time leading scorer in Kenson High School history, and he only played three years of varsity. That's scary when you think about it. Exactly. And you think Jerry played three years varsity. Now, remember, he transferred his senior year out of Kinston. Right. But he played three years just like Craig Dawson did. And Craig Dawson outscored Jerry at Kinston High School. I wonder what Jerry was averaging. <laughs> there you go. He was up there. Not as much as uh, Craig, though. Uh, Tony Dawson, uh, class of, uh, and I thought we had his class here, but uh, Tony Dawson, who is Jerry's uncle. Uh, is been nominated. He played. Uh, he was a thousand point scorer at Florida State. Had a fourteen year professional career. He did play in the NBA uh, for two teams, for the Kings and the Lakers. Not a lot of games, but he he, he had a cup of coffee with both of them. But uh, hey, look, fourteen years in the NBA is nothing to sneeze. Well, at. no, fourteen years in professional basketball. Okay, yeah, even including. even then, that's still yeah. nothing to sneeze at. Oh, absolutely. But uh, Tony Dawson, uh, I'm going to just go through. Bud Dieters, Joyce Everett, Elon Fulton, uh, Daryl Goff from North Lenore High School, uh, Linda Goodley Fuller, uh, who evidently a very good swimmer. I wasn't that familiar with her until I heard about all this, but she's a very good swimmer. Eddie Gwaltney, uh, Kelly Hardy, who uh, played uh, – do you remember him? He played football for ECU, played at uh, Kenson High and then at ECU. No, I can't say I do. Uh, was uh, 1998 played uh, for uh, Kenson High School, was just a great player. Two-time conference player of uh, the year. He led the uh, Vikings, in, or I'm sorry, he led ECU in tackles in 2002. So a very good player there. How about this guy? Have you heard this name before? Chris Hatcher. You ever? I think I've heard that name. <laughs> uh, you're looking at his jersey right now yeah. here, too. And, uh, <laughs> right dude, next to Brandon's. I guess you can guess that I will be uh, throwing Hatch a vote, too, right? Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> he needs to be in there. Uh, Donald Drew Humphrey from South Lenore High School was a, a star basketball and track athlete. Edwin Jones from Adkin High School. Uh, Heard of that guy, too. Uh, Edwin Jones, great guy. Great oh, guy. Yeah. Uh, great athlete, too. And I, here's the, the sad thing. I've always known him as an educator. I didn't know he was uh, that he was a great athlete. but uh, I didn't know either. Uh, but. There you go. Uh, from uh, Frank High School, and I love this that we've got some Frank nominees. Uh, Norman Ellsworth Joiner, uh, a basketball player who uh, played, uh, had a how's this for a record, dude? You're gonna love this. All right. He was 126 and seven mm. at Frank at Frank High School. 126 and seven. They won a state championship too. He was a 1991 inductee into the Shaw University Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's definitely pretty good. That is very good. And uh, has had a 46-year career with uh, the YMCA. Earl Miller from Atkin High School, great uh, football player, uh, helped lead uh, the uh, Atkin High School to a 1958 state championship. When And I don't have it right here in front of me, and I hate this, but they gave up. Uh, I think they outscored their opponents. They went at 10-0 that year, won the state championship. Atkin did. Only gave up two points all season. <laughs> and you say two points like that's not even a defense that, that wasn't the defense's fault you're absolutely right that's awesome though but uh he attended uh north carolina college the four uh forerunner to uh, north carolina central uh and was named to uh he was a member not only of a state championship team here uh in kinston 
at Atkin High School, but was a 1961 CIAA championship team. So uh, guess who else is getting one of my votes there, dude? It's going to be Earl Miller. Uh, Bob Moore from Granger High School in football. Jennifer Nye from Parrot Academy and the University of Florida in swimming. Dr. Uh, Ray Jordan Randall from Granger High School, basketball and tennis. Charles Shackelford, the late Charles Shackelford, uh, who I think is – he was one of our finalists. He came up one vote short of making our last Hall of Fame. I think he definitely makes it this year. I believe so, too, and Uh, deserves it. Absolutely deserves it. Tim Smith from North Lenore High School, football and track. He played at uh, University of North Carolina. Now – this next one is, man, we're running out of time uh, here in our first hour. Uh, when I first got here, uh, we, we there was a kid named Still Sowers. Are you familiar with that name? No, I'm not. Dude, S-T-H-I-L, Still Sowers. He was uh, he and uh, Brandon Sutton were the two stud pitchers for North Lenore that led them to uh, two state championships in 05 and 06, and then the runner-up finish in 07. But uh, I, I've got to, I, I'll have to save the story for another time, but I've got a great Steel Sour story. Uh, talking to him through a fence when he was like 12 years old and uh, him basically telling me that he was going to be a great pitcher. And doggone if he didn't end up being. Ended up going to East Carolina, too, and playing baseball at ECU. Uh, Peggy Jean Taylor from South Lenore High School, star basketball player. She was uh, led South Lenore to a 63-17 and 17 record. Jonathan Tribula, you know him, don't you, JT? I, yes, I do. Yes, I do. There you go. Four-sport athlete at Kenston High School. Uh, baseball, soccer, basketball, and football. He ended up playing baseball at Pitt Community College uh, and then went on to UNC. Uh, Mickey Weatherington, uh, Granger High School and ECU, baseball, football, and basketball. Don Whaley uh, from South Lenore High School and Campbell University. Uh, played basketball at Campbell. Uh, was a very good basketball player there. Then we've got some teams where only oh, – I'll tell you what. We'll get to that in a second. Let me get the coaches first. Quill Albritton from uh, Snow Hill High School and North Lenore High School. Uh, he was a 2010 inductee into the North Lenore High School Hall of Fame. Tell me you don't know this guy. How about a guy named Burt Bright? Do you know him? <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think he'll get in. I do too. He was a finalist the last time too from Parrot Academy. Uh, just an amazing person, uh, an amazing coach, Frankie Casey. And I hate that you never got to meet Frankie, uh, but, uh, he's Charlie Casey's dad. Uh, he passed away, uh, several years ago, but just a legendary coach down South of the river. And I think he's got a very strong chance. He's going to get one of my votes too. Uh, James Chadwick from Adkin high school, coach football, basketball, and baseball, and then played, uh, football, basketball, and baseball and was a boxing coach. Uh, and he did everything. He did a little bit of everything. Betty Duarte uh, from Kenston High School. She coached multiple sports at uh, Kenston High School. Have you met Marcel Duarte? I can't say that I have. And I, he's a little bit before your time, too, but it's his mom. But she did. Uh, she uh, broke some records and uh, broke color barriers at Kenston High School. It was the first uh, African-American uh, women's basketball coach and, I believe, track coach at Kenston High School, too. Betty Duarte. Troy Eason. <laughs> now you know Ty Eason. Do you know Troy? You know I probably met Troy once. There you go. Uh, but he uh, was longtime South North High School uh, baseball coach. A great coach there too. Lynn Hartzell. Oh, that's another good name right there. Love me some Lynn Hartzell. Uh, led LCC to their first World Series. Very excited about. Uh, I hope he gets elected. I really do, too. How about Craig Hill? Do you know him? I think I know Craig Hill. <laughs> there you go. Kenson High School. Coach basketball, football, baseball, and tennis. Here's another. Wells Gulledge. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Uh, I think he's going to get elected, too. Wells Gulledge. His resume speaks for itself. Steve Logan from Parrot Academy. Coached soccer there for many, many years. Uh, Perry Lychek, uh coached at uh, – uh, well, played – for the Kenston Blue Jays, and then coached baseball for 23 years at Woodington Middle School in South Lenore. Jim Montague from North Lenore High School, longtime baseball coach, won two state championships there. Lisa Smith from South Lenore. Yeah, Jim and Lisa, I mean. There you go. In the recreation uh, category, Bill Ellis, uh, you know him, right? You've heard of him? Heard of him. Yeah, he better. He was elected last time and turned it down. And it's not going to happen this year, I can tell you that. Tracy Hart from uh, baseball. And Thurman Pate. I know you know Thurman. Who can forget Thurman? I love me some Thurman. Then sports contributors. we got Preston Boone. Uh, he was an inductee into the uh, Fayetteville State University Hall of Fame. Do you know him? Or do you know Fayetteville State? 
think so. <laughs> That's your alma mater. Uh, Hill Caro uh, from the Kansas Swim Club. Dr. Charles Hardy, uh, a soccer team and early pioneer in sports psychology. Martin Van Buren Lee, uh, coach basketball over at Southwood. Uh, had a 199-24 and 24 record at Southwood High School. Uh, Fred Jones from the Holloway Shark Swimming Team. Uh, James Mousy Rouse from Granger High School. And then a little guy named Keith Spence. Don't know. You, you've heard of Keith, right? A little bit. <laughs> there you go. Teams that are nominated uh, are the 1949 Granger High School baseball team that won the state championship. The 1950 Granger High School baseball team that won the state championship. A uh, 55 Granger High School team that won, oh, I don't know, a state championship. The 56 Granger High School team that won a state championship. Uh, the 61 Kinston Rec baseball team uh, that won a state championship. The 67 Granger High School um baseball team that were the 3a state champions the 69 adkin basketball team and then how about this the 2008 kenston high school basketball team the first one that won a state championship in almost 40 years for uh uh for kenston high school that is a very that took a little bit longer than i thought it was going to take going through all that uh I tell you what, we are at the uh, end of our uh, our first hour and couple of minutes here. As I see uh, Shiver Person, you know this man right here coming in, right? Yes, I do. Uh, we're gonna have him uh, joining us here, like yeah, just right there, and your uh, headphones are right there on your uh, uh, seat, right there. But we are uh, here at the end of our first hour. Uh, coming up here in our second hour, uh, I've got, of course, Junior Smith third sitting across from me. I've got Coach Shiver, but you're always going to be Coach Person to me, okay? Oh, let, I tell you, it probably would help if I turned you up. That's fine. I there. Wish you made it. Yeah, there we go. There you go. <laughs> we can hear you now. Uh, Dontrez Styles is going to be joining us here, uh, really, in uh, in just a couple of minutes. I, I gave him the four minutes out signal, and he put a heart on it, so he's up. All right. <laughs> there you go. I'm excited about that. We're going to find out uh, everything going on with him. And, again, Cyber Person from the Down East Wood Ducks joining us. Uh, so, there you go. Uh, our second hour coming up here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. <laughs> 